0: The following episode was recorded before March 2024. And while the content shared is valuable and useful, it features Rob, who is no longer involved in the business. Hey, it's Rob and Kennedy.
1: Hi there. Today on the Email Marketing Show, we're talking about cold outreach emails.
0: Brrr. <laughs> I like your little sound effects there. He does his own choreography. <laughs> Did you do a dance move, a little sort of brewery dance move? I was looking at our little document rather than at you, so I don't know if you did like a little... I did, I like, Um, like that. If you like this kind of crap and you would like more of it, we would recommend that you come and hang out in our free Facebook group. It's called the Email Marketing Show Community. It's a free Facebook group we created to allow people to like talk around the topics that we start conversations about on this podcast. So you can ask questions about how this applies to you and but my business is different cuz I know your business is different and how do I how do I deal with this? So all you have to do to join is go over to the uh, Facebook and search for the Email Marketing Show Community and that group will pop right up. You can go ahead and request to join. Uh, unless we've blocked you and then it won't turn up Uh, but then you won't know so there you go Uh, go to Facebook search for the email marketing show community join and if you don't like this kind of crap I would recommend that you don't
1: very to the point Rob are you in a bit of a mood Uh, he prefers (laughs) clothes that don't really need ironing it's comedy hypnotist Robert Temple and he has a cookie
0: with his face on it it's psychological mind reader Kennedy
1: I mean, I've got to say, uh, you look lovely in that lycra shirt and shorts combination that you're sporting <laughs> today. I just wish you would sit down and move the camera up.
0: Uh, I think um, when I say when, when we say don't really need ironing, that's because all clothes actually need ironing. <laughs> just some clothes say, you know, non iron or whatever. That's not quite true, is it? It's not as much iron as other things. Like <laughs> some clothes, like you take them out and they look like they've been sat on for five years. But some clothes come out and they're just a bit creased. But just ironing needs to, like, creases need to come by in a fashion. I'm working on that
1: I'm working on bringing that in I cheated a bit with my fact because we both actually have a a cookie with our faces on uh, thanks to our friends Andrew and Pete no I don't well, you don't. That's true because you ate your own face. I mean, you yeah, you I mean, left yours in my car three times. you the guy who has ha, used to have a background on your phone of your own face, and who also eats cookies of his own face.
0: Yeah, you have. You haven't got yours either, actually, because you've left it in my car three times in a row. <laughs> oh, shit! It's a good job. It's long hooded.
1: <laughs> Jesus, have I really left it in your car again? Yeah. Excellent. Excellent. Just to explain, uh, the lovely Andrew and Pete had us speak at their Atomicon event for, for the second year running. Um, and great event, by the way, Um, and uh, they always take really great care of the speakers. I think it's probably one of the best speaker experiences I've probably ever had, and there's always some crazy gifts that we get, and this year, they took a photo of each of us, and they got some amazing artists to make it into a cookie. Now, the only problem I have with it if I'm going to have a problem with this lovely gift, which you said is delicious, because you have eaten your own face, is the photo they chose. I don't know how they got a photo of me that looks like I'm sitting on the toilet. Uh, it's just my face, but it looks like I'm straining. Um, it's, it's not a good look. Uh, no. Unflattering photos of me. But uh, What they've
0: done, it's very modern. They've made a cookie of what you'll look like after you've eaten the cookie.
1: <laughs> yes, I do look extra chunky. In, that's in, what's happened there. That's what's happened. They've given me my after picture. Anyway, hello. Well, um, every week on this show, uh, we we show you how to make more sales and earn more money from your email subscribers. We talk about email marketing strategy, psychology, tactics, and share what's working right now to make more sales online, making you the email marketing hero of your business. We've got a brand new episode every email marketing Wednesday, so make sure you hit the subscribe button on your podcast player so you don't Wanna miss a thing? In fact, we'd love to
0: find out what episode you are listening to and enjoying. So take a little uh, selfie, stick it on Instagram, tag us at Robin Kennedy, or take a screenshot of the uh, podcast player open on your phone right now with this episode playing. Let us know what you think of the show, uh, and we would love to see see that and re-Instagram it to our Instagram stories. Yeah, we'd love it.
1: Your job as a person doing email marketing for your business is to convert as many people on your email list, into customers. But it's literally impossible to do that if your emails are not actually getting delivered into the inbox.
0: And we can't take this delivery thing for granted. We do have to do some work on it. We can't put all of the responsibility for that on our email marketing platform, like jumping from one platform to the next, hoping that you're going to get better delivery. You have to take some of the responsibility here.
1: And it all comes down to the data quality, the quality of the data that you've got in your email platform. That's what is the difference between your emails landing in the email inbox and just not at all. In fact, Zero Bounce, in their email list decay report,
0: sounds exciting, found that almost 23% of the average email list goes bad every year. That's almost a quarter of the average email list actually goes rotten just while you're sat sending emails and hoping for the best.
1: In fact, only 50%, 57, 57% of all email addresses that Zero Bounce checked last year were valid and safe to use. Only 57%, right? And they actually validated more than 6 billion emails just in 2022. And Zero Bounce have got this amazing collection of tools that help you to boost deliverability. And they're kind enough to sponsor this episode of the show. So you can go and check out these amazing tools and make sure that your email addresses are being verified and validated against all these data points, go check it out at emailmarketingheroes.com slash bounce. That's emailmarketingheroes.com slash bounce. And remember, by supporting and checking out our sponsors, you're also supporting the show. I know we hear this a lot in our free Facebook group actually, the email marketing show community, which I know a lot of listeners are already members of. Um People often ask in that group, you know, what should I do about this cold outreach thing? What's your advice for cold email outreach? And the truth is, cold outreach emails is actually not really technically email marketing. That's the fact. Email marketing is really when someone joins your email list. Email outreach is exactly that it's email outreach, it's prospecting, it's a different thing. But people do ask us what it is and how to do it and uh and how to do it well and what our opinions on it are and we've done a little bit of it so we thought we'd share with you our experience of of what's worked for us really in this episode
0: i thought you were going to say this isn't really email marketing so that's the end of this episode and we'll see you next week on the email marketing. <laughs> <Marketing> <laughs> um, yes and, and i think get like what we're really talking about here is going to be like it's going to be like email lead generation or you know it's something along those lines it's it's less it's less about email marketing as you say so let's talk about what it really is effectively it's when you find a big bunch of people you want to get in touch with and think they might be able to hire from hire you or or work with you or buy from you in some respect and you get in touch and it only obviously fits a certain type of business so for example we wouldn't sit and do cool outreach in order to try and sell a 37 dollar course about how to send daily emails uh, it doesn't make any sense to do the, the logistics aren't there um However, we would use it for things like getting on podcasts and stuff like that, which we can, we can talk about as we go through this, this episode. So first of all, that we've got to just draw the distinction, I think, between cold email outreach and spam, right? Because those are two different things. What The interesting thing about spam is, technically, spam is unsolicited emails sent out by some sort of automation-y type program, likely, um, at people who are not expecting it and didn't, uh, didn't want it. Um, and so that's that's technically what it is. And technically, Call Outreach fits most of those parameters. You're going to take a bunch of people, you're going to drop them into some sort of automation program, likely. Again, you could do it manually, but that seems like a lot of hard work and effort. And then you're going to send them a bunch of emails they weren't particularly expecting to get. And even worse than that, there's no link at the bottom where they can unsubscribe from those emails either because it's not really the same thing. Equally, those emails are not going to go on ad infinitum. You're going to send a set sequence of emails, like maybe three, four, five, seven emails uh, over an... Ex- over a period of time and then you're going to stop and you're also going to say to people listen if, you, if you're just not interested that's fine just hit reply and let me know and i'll take you out so let's talk about why despite all of those things uh it's not as big of a problem as you might think it's not quite as frosty as cold email might sound right
1: yeah and i think one of the things that uh, that you'll we'll all receive those cold dms hey rob I can help you with your insert random thing that's mildly relevant-ish at a right angle, or sometimes relevant. Um, and, and, you know, it's, it doesn't have to be as frosty as that. And the, the real trick we've found... So, full disclosure, we, while we are not cold email outreach experts, we have done cold email out, outreach. And we've done it in one specific way and for one specific reason, and that is to get booked on podcasts, right? Or to get booked to do training in other people's communities. That's when we tend to cold outreach. Otherwise, we use sort of referral uh, introductions and our network and saying, hey, I really like to do a training for this group. It Does not really know anybody? So the networking element of being in some pretty exclusive groups and masterminds and, and having, fr- having now made some friends in this space definitely helps with that. But initially... To get booked on some of these big podcasts, we did cold outreach and we used a specific cold outreach um, uh, email automation tool. So we didn't use our normal email automation. So if you're using Keep Like Us or if you're using active campaign or ConvertKit or whichever platform you happen to be using um, uh, uh, high level, um, something like that. You're not going to use that for cool outreach. You're not going to go and scrape LinkedIn for a whole bunch of, scrape the internet for a whole bunch of emails and then dump it into your MailChimp account and then go jolly about, hey, you never heard of me. Do you want to do this? Because those email platforms are going to get pretty grumpy with you very quickly and ban you. Rightly so, because these systems are opt-in systems. What we're going to do is use a specialist outreach tool, which only does the cold outreach stuff, and then move people to opt-in. That's how it works. The whole point of most outreach is to then get people to say, yes, I'm interested, and then opt-in. I think of cold outreach as literally another ads channel. It's the same methodology as running a Facebook ad, running a YouTube ad, running display ads. It's a way of going, hey, here's an ad, but it happens to be in their email inbox. Do you want more information? Do you want to take the step into our world so we can now do email marketing? The reason most of it fucking sucks and is terrible and is annoying is because it is devoid of any personality. It is robotic. It sounds like Chat GPT. Fuck me, I said it. Chat G, I said it slowly though. Chat GPT one wrote it. You know, right. it is awful. It's yeah. for your attention. <laughs> you know, it's horrible. So when we have done cold outreach, we make sure we are dripping in personality. We want to have it so that. And please do this so that even if the thing is of no interest to the person whatsoever, the replies we wanted to elicit and then got were, oh my God, I'm not interested, but that's the best email I've received today. Not the best cold outreach email I've ever received. The best email I've received today. That's what we're looking for. So that they get emotional value from the email. That was fun. You guys are crazy. And... The way we do it is just by being a bit extra, by even more extra than we are, really. We're a bit crazy and a bit mad. We're like us plus five in in those emails because it grabs more attention unless people go, all right, I can't not ignore this. We get so few complaints from that. We get lots of yeses from it and we get people saying no, but in the nicest way possible rather than piss off, I hate you.
0: Yeah, we get a handful of complaints, and I think that's where you know that the thing's resonating somewhere. Like it's it's having some impact. It's so full of our personality, some people don't like it. And actually yes. if it's not, if, if 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 everyone is indifferent about it or everyone everyone likes it, it's sort of it hasn't got enough personality in it, because not everybody likes everybody. It doesn't mean you have to be fun and quirky and off the wall. You might be really boring. And I don't like boring people, and I don't want your boring outreach, so that's going to offend me. So like people can be offended for different reasons it about it. You might be it.
1: really nerdy and technical if that's what you sell. And again, that will be like, what are you talking about? Leave me alone. The
0: outreach stuff that we sort of probably get the most from other people is terrible.
1: Um, you know, hello, uh,
0: I love the email marketing. Show. I'd lo- I, love, I love your podcast. <laughs> I love no the content you're putting out. I particularly like the last episode, and this is how you do personalization wrong, by the way. I particularly like the last episode where you talked about, you know, how to stuff chickens with
1: some emails. Yeah, like, yeah it's uh, like wait, where you talked about the seven big reasons. Like, like, they've copied the title. The title. The title. It happens <laughs> Typo, all the time. It's horrible. Typos and ev-
0: typos and everything. Um, so it, that's with an dreadful. emoji, and then. I'd like to introduce you to Marissa Knickerbocker, and she's a, an expert in something or other, and I think you should really like it. She's uh, an expert in bocking her knickers. I don't know what <laughs> that means. Um- like, and you, it's just some random warble about she, for the last 20 years, has been a marketeer with a degree. Blah, 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 blah. Like, it's just bland and interesting. I think we're, in our podcast, Outreach Emails, we're quite far into the emails before we talk about, like, the fact that, that what we talk about and all that stuff. That, that The whole chunk of the opening is just about getting people to sit up and pay attention and really care. I think and again,
1: one, of the re- one of the reasons that these emails feel so sleazy is because they're not... They're not really talking about them and their interests, and they're not doing it in a way that's sort of... So one of the things I like that we do in our outreach email, and we can't share it because obviously if everyone's using the same style, then it just won't work, but we can't share it verbatim. But we are very tongue-in-cheek about it. We're very like, you know this is an outreach email. We know it's an outreach email. Let's all just deal with the fact this is an outreach email. It's cool like we're very tongue-in-cheek we're very quite meta about it and uh, and we're sort of like going hey we heard that um people who do this are really handsome and we want to be as handsome as 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 the people who you have like we're, we're very um we know that you know and you know that we know so let's all just deal with it like, let's all know together yeah yeah exactly <laughs> let's, let's all know together and and that's and that's so much more genuine. Like, if it, we often talk about selling through honesty, and that's all this is. Hey, this is a really terrible outreach email. I feel terrible writing this, but the truth is, we really want this from you. How about it? You hate receiving this. I'm going to keep it short. The reason they feel sleazy is because they're disingenuous. And the
0: personality is what's going to make this work actually over what you say. The the the, perp- the purpose of the email is just to go, hey, this is a thing. Are you interested? But the thing that's going to really make it stand out, because the truth is everyone turns up in somebody's inbox and says, I'm excellent. I've done this for a long time. I've won loads of awards. I've got lots of clients. Like if you just go on what you've got, you've got nothing to stand out with because nobody turns up and, and here's a way you could do it. Uh, but nobody turns up in the inbox with an outreach email that goes, hello, um, would you like a roof that falls off? you go i'm a roofer and i'm currently looking for new clients and uh, i'm not very good but i'm practicing and if you'd like me to practice on yours and pay you loads and you can pay me loads of money for it then just hit reply to this email nobody's doing that everyone's turning up going i'm the best roofer in the world you're gonna love it you definitely want to see what i've got because that's the that's the point right so again if you if you don't have because everyone's saying they're great and they've got loads of clients and loads of successes and all the rest of it that means the only way you can stand out is through personality and again one way you could do that is by finding a way of writing an email that says i'm not very good at this but i like to do it i'd like like you to hire me anyway
1: yeah yeah. and i think that's a smashing point about the fact that people generally in these outreach emails will talk about their social proof an actual fact you haven't even got their attention yet that's way think about in an email campaign or a sales campaign or a sales page how far down that campaign social proof comes in way down yeah in most people's cold outreach email it's in there in email number one Here's what I've done. Here's the kind of clients I've helped. They don't care yet. They don't care yet. So yep. let's talk about that real void between inbound marketing versus this cooled outreach. Because, yes, we've used cooled outreach. Um, and, and basically, cooled outreach is prospecting. It's saying, hey, I've identified you as a person who might find this thing valuable, useful, insightful, and help your growth. And I supply that kind of thing. That's what you are doing. It's cold prospecting. So it's great for things like getting on podcasts or getting guest blogging slots and that, and that kind of thing, getting on stages at events, that kind of thing. That's where cold outreach is. It's prospecting. Whereas email marketing is a different thing. Email marketing is conversion. It's the next stage. It's the stage after they've gone, oh yeah, maybe from that prospecting whether that prospecting was an ad or an opt-in or a webinar or a challenge, cold outreach fits the same slot as those things. Email marketing is the conversion piece.
0: Yeah. And they live in different places in your business. In a dream world, I think you probably want to have both. Like there's probably, there probably is room for, again, it's going to depend on what you sell. If you sell a $37 ebook, it's not really worth doing the outreach bit. But I think one of the things, that's, if people currently have a business that is entirely outreach driven, in other words, my business model is I find a list of prospective clients, I get in touch with them via this cold outreach thing, and then um, if they if they close, great, and if they don't, well, never mind, on to the next one. I think it would be, what's the word, remiss of you? You're missing out if you don't also have something where it's it's permission-based, somebody coming up to you. I think the in. word
1: you're looking for there was daft. Daft,
0: definitely be daft. You'd be a dafty if you didn't do it. Um, and so, what w- we've often done in the past is to talk to, again, businesses where prim- primarily their clients come from, you know, they've got maybe clients who have an average lifetime value of thousands of dollars, and therefore the outreach thing is sort of worth it. We would go, we'll also have something over there where you're building a permission-based list. So have content you put out on the internet or ads that drive people to a lead magnet and get them to opt in. Or, shock horror, you can do your cold outreach to a lead magnet. So we did this recently. We've put this into, into our business, but also a few clients' businesses too, where somebody will get their list of of prospects they will know that if i'm going to do cold outreach i've probably got a sequence of four or five emails i could send somebody before i really need to start winding that down and say hey listen i'm going to leave you alone now but here's one final chance and at the end of that you've still lost that person but you also can't easily get in touch with them again because by the time you get to the end of that sequence and you go hey listen this is the last time i'm going to bother you but um if you're interested let me know you now can't really ever go back to that person or not at least not for a long time that contact sort of burnt whereas if the entire purpose what's well, the two ways to do this either the entire purpose of your called outreach is to get them to opt in for a lead magnet or the the last ditch attempt of your outreach is to get them to opt into a lead magnet now you've got them on your email list and now you can start to email them through your email engine or whatever sequences you've got into in place to turn those those people into customers Um, to book a call with you or wherever it's going to be. And so that's quite a nice place to be. You can literally make the entire, and we've done this a few times with a few clients, like I said, you can either make your entire focus of your outreach, come and join my list, get this lead magnet. So, hey, name, name, Uh, all of your personality stuff, but basically the email would basically say, I noticed that you are in X position. I've got a really cool free resource for people just like you, which will help you to why go and opt in here. And the minute they opt in, you have some little automation set up to remove them from the cold outreach software or mark them as a a lead now. And now that's actually a really useful use of your cold outreach, because A, it's a very soft call to action. They don't even need to reply if they don't want to. They don't ever have to engage in a conversation.
1: It's way, low risker. It's, it's way, risk, way low, low risker. it's way it's way less risk. Way less low risker. It's way it's way low risker. That's how we that's how we say it where I'm from. Yeah, it is way less risk though, isn't it? It's less engagement. Yeah. It's like it's it's easier, it's faster.
0: Yeah. Feels less anonymous, even though it's not like it feels like I'm just gonna sort of do this. You probably won't even notice because you'll have thousands of people opting in for this thing. And so that's one option. Or you could do a regular call outreach campaign, which is all about hit reply and book a call, hit reply and book a call, hit reply and book a call. And on Big the last commitment. day or the last day or two it could literally just be hey listen i'm i noticed you haven't replied so i'm gonna leave you alone but i do know you're struggling with x and you're trying to fix y so um i've put together this free resource come and hang out you'll get on my email list too
1: i guess you could do a combo you could have like all of the emails be like hey i'd love to chat you about to about chat you about chat you about uh and then you can have like a ps ps uh, i've also got this free resource you can click yep. here. So like you've got the main thing you want them to do and then you can have the PS and then you could just maybe switch the focus of the last couple of emails to be more about the the, the lead magnet, I guess.
0: This spits purely conjecture, but you might even find that doing it that way, having this sort of hybrid approach even drives up the results of the call outreach. Because if you've got, say, six emails in a sequence and you're driving somebody to book a call, book a call, but your PS or hit reply, but your PS is uh, go and get this lead magnet. You might find on day two, someone goes and opts in for the lead magnet. And as they start to go through your stuff a bit more by day five, they're a bit more willing to book a call Um you might not, but it's worth testing.
1: It's definitely worth testing. Uh, I love it. I love it. This has been a really nice conversation. I, I hope you've all. I hope you've all enjoyed it. Uh, I really do. Let us know. Do hit us up on the socials. We're trying to be better over on Instagram. So at Rob and Kennedy, love to hear what you thought of today's discussion. Uh, and if you're not already a member, come and hang out in the Email Marketing Show community and let's chat cold outreach. Have you received some good cold outreach? Have you sent any cold outreach? Are you nervous? Are you thinking? I don't know if cold outreach would work in my business. Start a new discussion, start a new conversation and post in the email marketing show community. That's why we created it. That's why we're hanging out there all day, every day. It's completely free. So definitely go over to Facebook and search for the email marketing show community and let's have a discussion there. But before we go, we definitely want to hear this week's... Subject Subject line of the week. week. Subject line line of the week. week. What have you got? So this is STOP in capital letters,
0: STOP in uppercase, it with the passive income. Stop it with the passive income. Big capital letters. Uh, and basically the email was about the fact that passive income is not is a bit of a myth in most circumstances, like having a membership or a course or something is not passive income. But um, the point of the subject line and the reason why it works, I think is to do with the fact that it's a... Uh, well, first of all, it quite literally stops the scroll because it's got the word "stop" in uppercase at the start of the subject line. So, as people are flicking down, the subconscious response is, is to stop, because like an embedded command. But um, it's also because it's like a weird juxtaposition, a weird contradiction to what people think. So, like, why would you stop it with the and then really good thing that everybody thinks they want? Uh, people will be like, why should I? Why should I stop it with that? That's what everybody wants
1: i love it that's this week's subject line of the, of the week. week subject line of the, of the week. week a huge thank you for listening to the show this week really appreciate it we're back every email marketing wednesday with a brand new episode so do make sure you hit subscribe on your podcast player to make sure that next week's episode automatically downloads to your podcast player we will see you next email marketing wednesday ta